Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Welcome back, my friends. Our number two of the KMOX Home Improvement Show here on a Saturday at your service. That's right. All the experts here helping you out. This is the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby taking a little time off today. Jake Spurgeon from Mosby Building Arts. He is a home consultant and designer for Mosby Building Arts. He's here answering all your questions. I'm just the guy sitting here putting people on the phone. That's all I'm doing today. So Jake's <laughs> Jake's handling all the heavy work. I'm doing all the light work today. Jake's again, thanks for coming down and uh, hanging out with us. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. And you're doing a great job. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It's it, this, As I said, this is one of the, the most fun things I get to do is because uh, I don't have to prepare anything. I just yeah. I just ask dumb questions and, and, and go from there. So It works. <laughs> you got to have a goal in life. You got to have a goal in life. That's yeah, all of it. <laughs> so, folks, we, in, uh, we invite you to join us here on the program. Here's the numbers, 436-7900 or 1-800-925-1120. Those are the numbers if uh, you want to get on. We got plenty of time this hour for the uh, home improvement show, if you want uh, time to talk, we'll we'll let Jake answer your question. And he said he'll take any any questions. Don't even have to be home about home improvement. He's going to take any questions. <laughs> I'll try to answer anything non home related. <laughs> Probably won't be right. That's right. Well, you know this is a beautiful weekend outside here in St. Louis. It Obviously, is. a lot of folks uh, getting out. Maybe not for the first time, but really just kind of getting out and hanging outside and enjoying the uh, great weather. Maybe a good time to take a look at your house and saying, hey, what happened this winter? Yeah, it's we had a very, very cold winter this year. And it's important to to really walk around your property and take a look at the exterior around windows, corners of siding. Check to see, you know, how things weathered. And if if something's awry or if you're not sure, have an expert out talk with them, and get some answers. You know, uh, I'm going to just throw this out to you. We were talking before the top of the hour about uh, mud jacking and stuff, and I was telling you about the, the fill underneath our, our concrete. Mm-hmm. This is a great time to get out and clean your gutters because that's what happened to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that is a major problem with a lot of homes here in the uh, Midwest is the gutters get clogged, and all of a sudden all sorts of drainage issues happen around the house. Yep, it, it's... You know, we, the goal of the, is to keep that water away from your property, away from your foundation, so you don't have problems down the road or you're causing more problems. Um, so, you know, clean the gutters out. Or if you want a forever solution, put a gutter shield on of some type um, on top of them, and you'll never have to get up there again. Yeah, we have uh, we have an issue with uh, the way two peaks come together, and it's like this river that comes straight down and goes right on top of our sidewalk where... It washed away everything like that. So yeah. that's a that's a major issue. It, I need, it, I need to get about a like a fourteen inch wide, you know, <laughs> gutter at that point. There are solutions to that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So you're out walking around the house, looking around. Maybe uh, you know want to make sure you pick up all the sticks, leaves, and and stuff. Clean out your gutters. Uh, what are some other things that folks could do outside? You know, take like I said before, take a look around and make sure that uh, certain things like check your deck out and make sure that it, you know, that nothing has rotted prematurely through the winter and anything. Um, check around those windows and doors, you know, check the, the brick molding to make sure that there's not any penetrations that have come up. Uh, just, again, keep that moisture out of the inside of the house. So, uh, folks, also, we talked about, hey, you want me going to do some graduation parties coming up or we're going to do some other stuff this summer. 
What about maybe a room addition or something like that, or even a uh, you know an outdoor space for folks this year? It's yes, it's a, a popular call for this time of year. Everybody wants to get outside more, but they want to have entertaining space to do it instead of just in the grass. So creating patios, screen rooms, decks, all that fun stuff. You know, really spaces to entertain guests. What kind of trends have you seen in that? I mean, personally, to me, I've always wanted a sunroom. I think those are really, really cool looking mm-hmm. uh, in addition to in a deck. But uh, what kind of stuff have you seen lately? We're getting more and more calls for outdoor fire pits. Mm. Um, great spaces, um, whether that be wood burning or uh, gas, gas, natural gas uh, ones. I, I'm a fan of the natural gas because I like to hit a button and then have it come on. There's no cleanup. There's no mess. But um, you can't beat that smell, though. I know. My wife would say otherwise. Yes. <laughs> she yes. has to launder things occasionally twice to get it out. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, but no, creating those outdoor spaces that you can enjoy uh, when it's warm out, when it's cool out. So it, it has multi-purpose use. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, having a great outdoor space uh, really adds a lot of value to your home because I, I'm I'm a person that, you know, I would like to sit out on my deck and my patio and, and uh, eat dinner out there and just enjoy being outside. I'm I'm not one to want to sit inside all the time. Yeah, it, it's you know go outside, get some fresh air. Exactly, it, it's important. Um, it, it it's good for your mind, body, and soul. <laughs> I mean, not when it's 100 degrees, but you know, oh. otherwise. Well, what if you like the heat? That's that's true. I work in the heat all day, but oh, okay, that's a, that's a different story. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I really I think some of the innovations I've seen in in the outdoor decks and whether it be an elevated deck or just a regular uh, you know on, on ground. Some of the materials and stuff, the, uh, the uh, um, I don't want to say plastic decking, but that... Uh, composite. Composite, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the composite decking. I mean, that stuff looks really cool. Oh, they have come a long way creating um, exotic, the look of exotic woods that would normally be out of reach for some average homeowners. But to be able to get that look of some, you know, rainforest woods and some great textures and colors that it's forever. It's not going to rot. You don't have to restain it. It's it's a long, long-term product. So when you have that, I mean, obviously the technology would go into that too. I mean, obviously you look at outdoor speakers or outdoor mm-hmm. lighting. Uh, I'm sure that's all you can control with your phone as well. Yeah, there's uh, you can definitely build in speakers and lighting and different, uh, you know, different technology items into the, the landscape of the exterior as well. Well, now what about uh, room additions? That's going to be a big one. I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about room additions. How's okay. that? All right, this is the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show on a Saturday at your service here on KMOX. Jake Spurgeon in from Mosley Building Arts. We're going to take a little time out, but we invite your phone calls. What's the number? Let me give it to you. 314-436-7900 or 1-800-925-1120. We'll be back after these. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Welcome back, everyone. 1218 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. This is the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Jake Spurgeon in from Mosby Building Arts answering all your questions, and he's going to take every question. Every, every question. Every question. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. Now, uh, I ask you, uh, you know, we were talking about um, folks doing some entertaining, maybe or wanting to branch out. We talked about maybe, you know, making a space for the kids in the basement. Yeah. Uh, what about room additions? Well, room additions are uh, another area that you can take advantage of and, you know, really add some living space onto your home 
or if you have a more traditional home that is kind of the rooms are broken up with walls and you want to create that open concept, add a room addition that you can just really double the size of that living space or kitchen or dining area. See, I always wanted to do that with the garage. I wanted like a seven-car garage and a one-room house, but my wife just wouldn't go for that. No, they usually don't. <laughs> what if the closet's big enough, though? The closets are never big enough. <laughs> my closet is. No, hers never, never big enough. Never big enough. But uh, room additions—that's kind of a—that's kind of a cool way. I mean, I know a lot of folks say, "Hey, you know what? I, I like my house. I want to stay in my house. Uh, I just need to add more space to it." So, yeah. room additions—way to go. Uh, you know, great way to go with that. Obviously, you can do all sorts of stuff in a room addition. Yeah, we can do a ton of stuff in a room addition. And a lot of homeowners just don't know where to start or what questions to ask or what the ideas are. So at Mosby, we're just as much education-driven as we are project-driven. So we have seminars about once a month or every other month, and the next one coming up happens to be on additions. There you go. Yeah. It's... um. You know, it's on Saturday, May 19th, that you can um, come and, uh, you know, meet with myself and other designers and talk about, you know, have pictures of your home and you can chat with us on, you know, what can be done and what we suggest and recommend. Um, It starts at 1030. We open our doors at 10 o'clock. It's going to be at the Holiday Inn in Sunset Hills. Again, that's on Saturday, May 19th. Call our office or email us and register an RSVP so we know how many are coming. So we have enough chairs. But uh, it's, it's great to be able to do that. Um, it's a free, completely free seminar, so oh, there's perfect. no charge to do it. Oh, perfect. So if you have any questions about room additions, you can come out and do that. Um, what do you see as far as room additions for uh, for summer? Are most people doing that for like a play space for the kids, or are they making it into like a, uh, you know, you, you talked about a theater downstairs before, but into a an entertainment room for a mom and dad, or what do you see? Usually it's a, it's another gathering area, maybe a hearth room. Okay. They have a a living room up front that's the more formal one that they want to keep, but they want kind of a more rompous room with a fireplace and skylights and all the windows and that just kind of lets that outside view and nature into the space. So, yeah, I think room additions are, are a great idea for, for many folks that, you know, don't necessarily want to move out of their house, mm-hmm. but, you know, really kind of want to add either value and extra space to their house to be, to be able to uh, just expand and do whatever you yeah. want, what you want with it. it. Master suites also. We have lots of homeowners that are just not happy with the size of their master bath, their closet, their master bedroom. Well, let's put a whole nother bedroom on the house that has all those bells and whistles that you want. Well, then, and you don't have to move. <laughs> you don't have to move. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. Let's go back to the phones, and how about we talk to Alice. Hi, Alice. You're up next on the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Okay, I'll make it real quick. Our basement, we had work done by a very reputable company, the foundation, waterproofing and all that, on one side they chiseled out part of the wall. And then they put... Uh, hey, Alice, you're going to have to turn your radio down. You have to listen to us on the on the phone, not on the radio, okay? Okay, okay I, got it. I got it completely off. I want the husband to hear when you give the answer, though. All right, the one side they chiseled it out and they put some stuff in there. Then they put, like, little plastic things that stuck out and everything, and that went fine. Okay, about six months later I called him back. They went on the other side of the basement. I had the paneling taken down by a different company. They didn't take that down. And they said, we'll fix this. And they put something like, look, a black tire on there in three different spots. Black tire, and it went from the ceiling to the floor. Of course, it costs money, but everything costs money. And now it's like three years later. I've called them back a couple times, no answers. Uh, it still looks like it's damp. Now, is this black tire stuff, is that 
something good they used? Yeah, that is actually, it is a, it's a version of a kind of a crack fill or a crack membrane that you can install. It's okay to use, but only on certain types of cracks. Um, it, it might not have been the best application for that, that area. And maybe the, the other, what the other company did was a more, a better product to use. Um, so I would really recommend having an expert come out and take a look and get their advice. And you can definitely call Mosby's offices at, at 314-909-1800, and we'd be happy to help you with something like that. It was the same company that did both sides, though. Oh, it did, did, did both, both sides? sides. Right, well, the same may, company. Yeah, yeah, maybe the one, the one, one product, product they used was not the best. They, it probably was probably another application was better. It may be just a good idea to get uh, a second opinion all the way around. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the phone call, Alice. Appreciate it. Let's move on. And how about we talk to Claudette? Hi, Claudette. You're up next. Hello? Hello. How are you doing? Good. What can we do for you? I have a crack in my wall, and water's coming through there. So what's the best uh, material to use for the crack? I was told epoxy with silicone. Once they drill in there. Yeah, an epoxy injection is, is also, is you know, an, typically an answer that you can use for those basement cracks. But... <laughs> Without me actually seeing it and seeing if it's been moving or anything like that, it's hard to say if that's the best answer. You know, every product has, you know, recommended applications, and I don't know if the one that you have is something that it, that would be the best answer for. So I, I really recommend calling up the office and having an expert come out and and okay. take a look at it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Thanks so much, Claudette. All right. Well, this is the uh, this is the time of year that folks are starting to see little dampness in their basements and mm-hmm. things like that, and uh, you know, not not uh, it, with all the moisture that's down there. I mean, it's probably a good thing to get it checked. Yeah, and I also specify a lot of times it's okay to have cracks in your basement. It, it, concrete does. I always had friends that said, you know, concrete does a couple things. It, it gets hard. You can't steal it, and it's going to crack. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. It right sums there. it up. So it's okay for the, the the concrete to crack sometimes, but if water's coming, there's typically something on the outside of the house. A reason for that drainage that's water is not being focused away from the foundation. So to to walk out there and do I have some you know some grading I need to do or or something to yeah. keep that water away? We actually had when we first bought our house, we had uh, water that was actually running in our basement windows and running into the house. And so we had some folks out and actually had uh, a waterproofing system put in where they dug up the foundation and, you know, put, uh, put that, that um, like looked like a gutter system yep. inside. We've never had a problem since, uh, since mm-hmm. they've done that. It's uh, it's one of the most fantastic things we've ever had done to our house. So yeah. it allows you to finish the space and not worry about it. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's uh, that's a really good thing. Um, we were talking about room additions before uh, before we went back to the phones, but one one of the things I wanted to uh, talk about: what do you do for when you do have a room addition like that for heating, ventilation, things of that nature? Well, we a uh, part of our, you know our design process at Mosby is to to not just take a look at what we're going to add to the property, but to make sure that the home can accept that room addition. And what I mean is electrical wise, plumbing wise, and mechanical HVAC wise. You know to calculate. You know, your current HVAC heating and air conditioning can it handle the additional square footage. So that's that's part of all taking a look at the big picture and making sure everything's going to work well together. So, you know, I mean, you may have to have another uh, uh, furnace and or AC or even a bigger electrical box. Yeah, it's it is lots of things, you know, that can 
that have to happen to, to make spaces work. And if you're working with somebody that doesn't know that, it's just going to cause pain. Hmm. I can only imagine. I, my, my <laughs> biggest fear about that whole thing is making sure that it's sealed against the other part of the house. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, for me, it's just it's hard for me to comprehend how, how that gets done. Oh, there's lots of ways to do it wrong <laughs> and really only a few ways to do it right. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's talk to Gary. Hi, Gary. You're up next here on the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. All right. Well, we'll come back to Gary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell you what, let's take a break. We'll come back right for this. This is the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show on KMOX Saturday at your service. We'll be back after these. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Welcome back, everyone. 12.32 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. Scott Mosby taking a little time off. Doesn't matter, though. Jake Spurgeon's in from Mosby Building Arts answering all your questions. I'm just the guy that facilitating the calls today. My name is Greg Damon. You usually hear me on the auto show. But today it's all about the Home Improvement Show and the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. You want to call us, 314-436-7900 or 1-800-925-1120. And uh, before we go back to the phones and, and grab Gary, I have to say, folks, off air, Jake and I were talking about this little device that uh, it sounds really cool. We talked about technology earlier. And mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm going to let you just roll with it. Well, it's uh, it, it came about, uh, we have, in my home, I have a sensor in my basement around my water heater and water main that if it detects water, it actually sends me a text alert. So if my basement's <laughs> leaking, my sump pump stopped working or, or whatever, I know instantly to head home or to get a neighbor or somebody to come over and check get on Get somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the newer ones, they actually have a, uh, a valve that you connect to your water main that if that sensor detects water, it turns off the water. So oh, if you're man. out of town, you're not at home, it turns the water off to your house. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm, we're going to talk about sump pumps after we talk, talk to Gary. i got a good story to tell you. <laughs> Let's go and uh, talk to Gary. Hi, Gary. You're up next here on the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show on KMOX. Good afternoon. I, um, I'm out in the rural area, and um, I've got a couple of walls along a patio outside our bedroom door. Uh, the bedroom is in a, a suite in our basement, and they're tilting in just a little bit on the top, uh, probably maximum three inches off of being straight up. And I didn't know whether it was viable to have, like, the soil taken off the one side of them and jack them back out to where they're straight up and down, or would it be uh, more professional to have them removed? I haven't got any estimates from anybody yet, but I'm trying to figure out what my options are. And um, being how it's a log house, I've also noticed I've got one log on the west side of the house. It's probably about two feet up off the foundation, and it's rotten. It's going to have to be replaced somehow. I didn't know whether there was a log home expert in this uh, area or not. Uh, yeah, there, your two questions. One about the, the, um, the concrete walls that you have around your patio. Uh, they correct. They should not lean inward, and a lot of times I find that there isn't. It's a thing called a dead man when you pour a foundation wall like that that actually goes out into the dirt and holds that con- concrete wall in place. It is possible to push it back, but it depends on what other systems are going to be adjusted, um, the connection to the house or wherever it's connected at, and it's usually a drainage issue that there's not water drainage behind that wall. Um, yeah, I know the 
the house was built in uh, 79. And uh, I think we're like the second or third uh, owners. And um, we've been in it for about 10 years, and I've only really noticed this in the last year or so. Yeah. Uh, as far as the leaning, the, the concrete walls themselves appear to be at least eight inches thick. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I really can't tell whether or not there is a, what you call it, a, a dead man? Yeah, it, it's, it, it attaches to the concrete wall and goes out into the soil, kind of anchoring that wall so it doesn't shift. Probably shift. about the time when yours was built, that might not have been done or standard practice. Uh-huh. So it, it neither was drainage behind these walls. So yeah. it, it's definitely, these are all things that you can keep, save the wall possibly, but it's one of those things that, you know, a concrete expert has to come out and take a look and, and, and answer that for you. And as gotcha, far as gotcha. that, that rotted log that you have on your home, there are several um, log home experts, builders and repair individuals that are in the area. We do have a list at our office, believe it or not. Um, so you can definitely email in to Mosby or call our offices, and, and we'd be happy to get you in touch with the right people. Yeah, I know uh, I know where you guys are at over there in the, what is it, the Kirkwood area? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm married to Kirkwood girl, so I'm familiar <laughs> with the area. Yeah, we I, for uh, 71 I, years we've been in Kirkwood. I'll, uh, I'll touch base with you guys and uh, see what uh, kind of a list I can get. Sounds good. Thank oh. you for the heads up. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate the phone call. Um, want to talk a little about sump pumps. You know, we, we've been talking about water drainage. We might as well not stop now. So yeah. uh, uh, sump pumps, when we had our, our told you, our basement um, put in, mm-hmm. they put an additional sump pump in. Uh, we've never had another issue, and the sump pumps work no problem. And I go down and check them every so often to make sure that uh, this is also another good thing that folks should do check them. right now <laughs> before we get into the bad weather uh, to make sure your sump pump's working. But, you know, luckily enough, I live in the St. Charles area. Most of the uh, power lines are underground. We really don't have an issue, per se, with a lot of uh, down power lines. So most of the time, our electricity works, yep. you know, all the time. Uh, but one morning, uh, about 3 o'clock in the morning, our electricity went out in the house, and it was raining tremendously. And I thought, oh, my gosh, the sump pumps aren't going to run. Correct. So. So being the mechanic guy I am, I uh, went out to my truck and got my inverter and a bunch it, of long extension cords and ran down and put, it <laughs> put them on my, on my sump pumps, right? So. so, And that's pretty common for us to recommend is to have a standard electrical sump pump, the primary that's in the bottom of that pit, a secondary one that's going to be elevated above it that's usually um, also electric as long as also with a battery backup. So that's your secondary method. There's a little known, um, also a third option that you can do that is a water sump pump. It actually uses your um, your water coming into your home to pump water out oh. of your basement. Okay. And that's one that can never quit because we're always going to have water in our homes. And that attaches like to the water main or something? Yeah, it attaches to the main and it uses water for um, for pressure to, to pump out the uh, that water that's in that pit. That's crazy. I guess you have to like open the, uh, you know, open a sink or something to get it to flow. Um, no, it actually just kind of connects to the existing um, exit and waistline that you have that would go shoot outside your house and okay. dump all that water that's in that pit. But no, it's just automatically it has a float. It's activated by itself. Wow. I have had I've offered it to clients and they've been concerned about. Oh, you know, it's it's using a, a viable resource and. I always say if we lived in California or in Arizona, I would understand that's not recommended, but we live next to rivers here and waters are plentiful. Yeah, well, not only that, I don't want my house flooded. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's what it really comes down to. Well, 
that was the story of myself getting a, a, a battery backup, yep. you know, after that happened. Um, but there again, you also have to check that battery and make sure it works, make sure that it's still good and everything else. So. Yeah, absolutely. And they usually have built in kind of like trickle chargers that keep them, uh, battery tenders and stuff that keep them working. So uh, I know many folks, uh, I've seen their houses that uh, have sump pits, but there's no sump pumps. Correct. That it, are built. Oddly enough, if it's a newer home, it will always have a pit because it's code to put one in for new construction. It is not code to put a pump in it. So it's, it's, I've had a few friends in the few, in recently that have built homes over the past year or two that have come to me and said, they put in a sump pump in the, in the, or the sump pit in the drain tile around the perimeter, but I have no pump. And I said, well, your builder didn't include it. You need to have a plumber put one in. So you need to have somebody come out and do that. So I would highly recommend having somebody come out and put one in because it is, there's so many different backflow preventers and all these different things that it has to have a dedicated circuit on electric. There's all these little nuances and code things that really need to happen that your average homeowner just can't do. That's a, that's, there you go. New technology again. How do you guys keep up with that? How do you guys keep up with the building codes? Cause they change all the time. Education. Um, we are constantly in our office meeting with um, our architects or, you know, referring to the new code book when it gets distributed and looking for changes in what's happened. You know, the different municipalities will send us updates to, they're updating to the, this year's code this year, and here's some of the big changes to keep out for. So just doing the research and educating ourselves of what those changes are. Well, and I assume codes change from municipality to municipality. Yep. You might be in one city and they use the version 2012 of the code book, and then you walk just a mile or two later and you're in another another municipality that uses a 2015 code book, and there's changes between the two. Wow. That's, uh, well, I'm glad you guys keep up on it. That's all I can say. That's what the wealth of information we have here. Let's go ahead and take another break. We'll come back. We'll take your questions. You want the number? 436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. This is the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Heading into the final stretch. Give us a call. 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. Welcome back, everyone. This is the final stretch here on the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. 1247 is your time. Jake Spurgeon in from Mosby Building Arts answering all your questions today. we got a few more minutes, 314-436-7900 or 1-800-925-1120. 1120. Those are the phone numbers. Let's go, uh, Jake, what do you say we go right back to the phone? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's talk to Maureen. Hi, Maureen, you're up next on the Home Improvement Show. Hi, how are you today? Good, what's going on? I have, I bought my home five years ago, and about four years ago, I took off some, uh, I guess, uh, uh, aquarium that they had blocking one of the walls because I could smell mold. And I found out that my I had a leak in the wall, plus I have, it's coming in through the foundation. There's a leak in several spots about 10 foot long that is coming, the, the water is leaking up between the, the, the wall and the foundation of the home or in the floor of the home. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple spots there. I've, I've had somebody tell me that I should get French drains and a second sump pump or yeah, you know, I'm just trying to look and see what the best solution would be for that. 
The usually the best solution is to you know have an expert out to take a look at. But I, it sounds like you might need a, a a sump pump put in or to actually take a look at the exterior. How why is water getting pushed against that portion of the house? Um, and try to maybe do something on the exterior as well as the interior to remedy that. Now, as far as grading though, it it is a pretty flat area, so it's uh, I don't know if it's hard to do that, but. It's probably where that French, that an exterior French drain would come into play and help draw right. the water away from your foundation. And then your backup system would be that perimeter sump pump system on the inside of the basement. Okay, I have a sump pump, and it is working, but it's sort of in the center of the house, not near the wall. Mm, okay. Well, maybe it, it, it might be time to think about having one put in that by that wall in the exterior. Okay. And the average cost for something like that would be it, what? It, it really ranges on lots of job site conditions, and that's why it's important to have you know a somebody like Mosby or an expert come out and give us a call and have us take a look at it and kind of give you an idea of what that would take. Okay. All right. Thanks, All right. thanks Maureen. Appreciate right, the phone you. call. All right. Let's move on and talk to Arthur. Hi, Arthur. You're up next on the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I have something similar to the last caller, but I have a, a grade that's uh, running along the east-west side of my house where the grade is, is dropping down, heading north and south also. So on both ends, it's high on the, on the, on the uh, south side. And then along the east-west wall, I'm having water settle along that wall. Is this where so water is being held against your foundation? Yes, and I saw these uh, new French drain type uh, deals, and uh, but I would have to. One, I want to know what your opinion is on those. Instead of just not putting uh, the, the, the old French drain piping down, they have this new system or something where it looks like it's some type of material wrapped around a pipe that absorbs the water also. Yeah, that what it is. It's a hard. It's a rigid. It's usually green. It's a rigid hard pipe exterior. Um, you know, piping used for gutters and downspouts, but it has what we call a sock on top of it that keeps silt yeah. and dirt from getting on the inside. Because like the black corrugated ones that were kind of the accordion style that had holes, we're not a fan of those because they collapse over time. They fill with dirt and then they stop working. Versus okay. the hard, rigid ones, they won't collapse. And then when a sock is on it, it keeps all that dirt and silt and junk from going in there and lets it work for a long, long, long time. So you're saying that it's not a good piece of equipment? No, it does work. At the, with the sock on it, it absolutely works. And that's something that we recommend to, that we can you know, put in and definitely remedy that situation. Okay. so to Get that water away from your foundation. So with those different grades, what, uh, because if I pitch it in up high on one end, then it's it's a high end. It's a it's it's a high on the other end at the end of my house on the west end, mm-hmm. and my my neighbor is on the north side. So would I have to dig a uh, 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 one of those uh, barrels for that? You think? Well, I have. It sounds like you kind of got a problem of where to send the water, and yes. with those situations, I usually. One of the recommendations I say is, I tell my clients, have you heard of a rain garden before? And that we could put one on your property with plants and landscaping, and you can have nature come to your yard. Okay. I am about to build on both ends a retaining wall in order because I'm losing a lot of soil. 
So would that be considered a rain garden to put the, to catch that water inside that uh, that uh, retainer wall on both ends? In a way, yes. But a, a rain garden, um, it's built a certain way, and the yard and the ground is, you know, it's um, it's there's certain compaction levels that each layer has to have in a rain garden, so it actually naturally will drain within a period of about three to five days. A rain garden. Yeah, rain garden. It'll hold water for a short period of time, but then naturally it'll drain into the, the surrounding soil. And I could put that alongside the east-west wall of the house. Yeah. Usually it's something you put away from the home and then drag the water to it. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Rain garden. I'll take a look at yeah, that. Yeah, take and, a look. And and you, they, look, they can look very, very nice. Okay. Rain garden, and you're saying that that other, that other uh, piece of equipment is a piece of yeah, a, a rigid exterior um, drainage pipe that has that sock on the outside of it. Okay. All, all right, right, Arthur. Thank you very much. Thank you, thanks, sir. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, Jake. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick your brain here. So I've seen a lot of a uh, <laughs> lot of houses around lately that uh, you know everybody wants to be more energy efficient. Correct. And I'm seeing a lot more houses that are having solar panels put on their roofs. Correct. And. Uh, they're having very good success and luck with these solar panels. On a day like today, absolutely. <laughs> so it, it, it provides, um, it minimizes your electric bill because you're really only using electricity in the evenings and overnights because during the day you are feeding your house and you're actually providing power to the grid. So your electric meter in essence can run backwards and you're getting credits on your electric bill. I like that. Yeah, so I like credit. sometimes the electric company is writing you a check for that month. That wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> so That's they're, what they're nice to have. They do pay for the. I mean, it takes uh, it can take some time to pay for it. It's a it's an initial, a good upfront initial cost, mm -hmm. but long term they they work great. No, that's what I was going to ask you. What about as far as long term? I'm sure the technology in solar cells has has really jumped. Uh, since they first came out, but what is the long-term effect? Do they eventually wear out? Are we looking at like a 10-year lifespan or anything like that? Do you know? It, it depends on the technology that it was used in. Some of those older ones, they might be wearing out in, you know, 10, 20 years, and the newer ones might last 20, 30, 40 years. It gotcha. just depends on what that solar panel, the manufacturer, what their warranty is, all that fun stuff. I think for me personally, if I was ever going to build a new house or, or do something, I would probably use geothermal uh, geothermal for my house for my uh, for my HVAC and stuff. Yeah, it, geothermal is a great way for heating and cooling to make it super energy efficient because you're using the earth that is a constant temperature to either heat or cool your home. Again, has a, a pretty good size initial upfront cost, but over the lifespan of the unit will will just pay for itself and then some. Yeah, and obviously I think that also uh, some equipment costs as well over the lifetime is, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't have to use all the other stuff as well. Yeah, and, and a good thing is always touch base with your, your municipality, your city hall, because a lot of our HOAs, your homeowners associations, a lot of neighborhoods won't allow solar panels, especially on the front of the house, they'll allow them on the back, some <laughs> not at all. Um, and then same thing with geothermals. Will they allow you to dig that deep down into the ground to put a, what they call the well portion of it in the property. We do it at night, so nobody yeah. knows. That's that's what we do. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, you know, th that's really something I think that a lot of folks are, are really looking forward to. What do you see or what do you, what do you uh, have heard maybe is uh, in the future for energy efficiency in your house? 
Well, there's tons of things that we're, we're seeing happen. Um, some municipalities are requiring exterior walls were traditionally built with two by fours, but now they're requiring a two by six wall to get that minimum amount of R factor in that insulation that you just can't fit it in an R or two by four wall. Spray foam insulation is a, a fantastic thing to have an attic, you know, use that um, spray foam in, insulation that is just more denser and can seal a home up much better. Uh, lots of little things that you can do that help make that home more comfortable and more energy efficient. Now, um, I know for that I've actually learned from listening to the show uh, about your attic. That's one thing that I think many folks always worry about, having enough insulation in or mm-hmm. if it's in the right place or what kind of insulation. But I wasn't in the. I didn't know that uh, your attic really has to breathe either through your soffit vents or roof vents or whatever, and you can actually have too much ventilation. Yeah, you absolutely can have too much air ventilation. That can start to cause problems. Um, and then if you can't seal it off completely, because if you do, then you're going to have stagnant air, and then you have issues there with it as well. Yeah, I had uh, two gable vents on each side of the house, and then obviously I had a new roof on. I put a. Of course, I wanted a ridge vent because. Mm-hmm. You know, then I've got soffit vents, so I found out that I got too much uh, too much ventilation in there, and I had to actually go up and seal those gable vents off. Yeah, you got to close those gable vents so it's drawing air from the the soffit, the overhang portion, up across the uh, the decking of the roof. And that's really something that uh, talk about energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not utilizing that space correctly, you could have major issues. Well, yeah, your your utility bill. I mean, utilities are only going to get more expensive. They're not going to get cheaper. Um, so why not minimize that and do things that are going to add value and have great paybacks in the future? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, I think we're just seeing the cusp of energy efficiency for, uh, for well, not only for houses, but for a lot of things right yeah, now. Absolutely. Um, but the solar panels, I, I am very intrigued by those. Mm-hmm. They, they, can, it, it, they can provide a lot. And then if you even go a step further, there are systems out there that you can actually store the energy that you're creating during the day from those solar panels when the sun's out and use that in the evenings. So you're essentially... Something like a battery type thing? Yeah, it's a battery that is storing that energy and then using it in the evenings when you're using it. I like that. Um, They're really popular out in California because you have um, peak and off-peak times for electric usage. So they're storing electric from the grid during the day and they're using battery only at night on their house. Fantastic. Well, Jake, I got to tell you, the show goes so fast every time uh, that I'm down here to do it. And I want to thank you so much for coming down and uh, and hanging out with us and, and just answering all, of course, my dumb questions, but of, of course, uh, all our questions from the uh, from our listeners as well. And I appreciate that. No, I, I have a blast doing it. And it's great to spread the knowledge. All right. For folks who are interested in Mosby Building Arts, where can they go? We uh, The best place to go, I would say, is our website, and that's uh, callmosby.com. Or you can check us out on social media like Facebook. Email us or give us a call at 314-909-1800. All right. Fantastic, Jake. Thanks so much. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Home Improvement Show, folks. Stick around. More stuff to come on KMOX.